Ladies and gentlemen, Chuck the Iceman Liddell. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of CMA Podcast. I am here today with the one and only Iceman, Chuck Liddell. Chuck, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing great. How are you? Excellent, sir. It is great to see you. I don't know, you probably don't remember, but when you were back in Ireland in 2010, you came to one of our gyms in Ireland, uh, the MMA Clinic, and you did a seminar there for a couple of years, or for a couple of uh, hours. And... Um, I don't know, man, it's, it's very hard to retain the information when someone like you comes along because we're all just kind of like, is he looking? Did, did he see? Did, he, did I get the overhand right done correctly? So it was, it was really cool, man. We went for dinner the night before. Um, I think you had Heidi there. Your kids were there. Yeah, it was really cool. It was, it was a pleasure, man. Was how, it was a good trip. Yeah. How, how are you doing, man? How's life? Life is good, man. We're plugging along, you know getting through all this like everybody else you know but yeah we're doing good family's good amazing that's awesome man because like we're, like the the podcast that i'm doing cma podcast it's in association with my gym city martial arts in lucerne in switzerland and basically our mentality is is due to you due to everything that you've taught us in mma in your interviews in everything that you you've said because quite honestly it's the Iceman approach you put in the work you got nothing to be nervous about that's what we're doing right now we're getting through the pandemic we're still alive and kicking and, and we've you to that. thank for that uh, well thank you that's awesome I, I, I haven't been to switzerland that's one of those countries i've been to that i want to go to so maybe we'll have to come out and see you sometime Man, you were welcome here anytime, 100%. Um, but yeah, I tell my guys all the time in the gym, th these guys are, are, some of them are just killers. They just really want to get out there. They haven't even had their first fight yet. And sometimes the sparring sessions can get a little similar to the, the Tito TKO that you so beautifully have in your highlight reel. Everyone wants to land those punches and bunches, you know, so everybody like... Huge fans of Chuck Liddell. When I like, you know, it's just it's such a pleasure to 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 look back on your career and to be so accessible like right now. Because I I talked to Marcus Davis about this. I said these guys they're just one of the guys, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, nothing changes that. I mean, we all, we all bleed to be together and sweat together. Same thing. We get out there and, and fight. You know, it's uh, anyone that's out there fighting, training. I have respect for. Them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, just like your your whole your whole career has just been a highlight reel for us. We, we look back on your career and it's just like, God damn, man, like some of the new guys, I get it. The the talkers, the guys on on Twitter trash talking. I understand it. I understand that it sells tickets. But, you know, I'm coming from an era where it was four or five pay-per-views per year. And there was so much anticipation. And I remember my first fight, first MMA fight I ever saw, you versus Baba Lou in 2006. I just, I just remember seeing what I never knew what a head kick was. I never knew what an octagon was. My friend, American guy was working with, he said, come check this out. I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, I mean, obviously those, those are good fights. Uh, the Babu fights, it's a tough guy, man. I, you know, it's funny, funny story about that. Like when I did the, the Babu fight before, before the pre-fight interview, right? When they were doing his pre-fight interview, they showed him a little clip of my pre-fight interview. 
it's kind of common what people do nowadays with, with, with media and stuff. They wanted to rile them up, piss them off. So they played one little section of what I said. Because I, what I said was, you know, sad thing is, you know, he won 10 straight fights before, before I kicked him in the face. He won 10 straight fights after. And all everybody talks about is, and really what I make, what, he, what he's famous for is getting kicked in the face by me. Right, but, they, they, but they just played for him. Uh, Babu was just famous for getting kicked in the face by me. They showed him that little clip to piss him off. I thought, I mean, I, and I, and me and him are friends now too. So, but like at the time, like I was like, dude, like I, I wasn't. He thought, oh, he disrespected me. Like oh, he went nuts. Like they, they threw me in the chair. Like he was so pissed off. I just started laughing. I'm like, dude, I'm not. That's not me. I'm, I don't talk trash like that. I, I, I have total respect for you. <laughs> But it was funny. Like they, you know, they, is that like the, the thing the media does nowadays a lot? You know, they play that one. You know, you see. I always tell people like, if you see the if any fight I've been in growing up, going up. If you see the last 10, 15 seconds of it, I, I might look like an asshole. You know, you know. But if you saw the the twenty minutes before that, you're gonna you're probably you're gonna go hit man. His mom, his mom probably was thought why why'd you wait so long. <laughs> You know, because I know if I hit if I hit you, uh, if I hit you back back in the day, if I hit you, your mom's gonna ask you why I waited so long. That's how big you are. Yeah, I mean, and and I say this to the guys, especially my younger guys. I've got like guys in their teens, early twenties, um, and I use the Mike Tyson quote: "These guys nowadays are are businessmen, and back in the day, these guys wanted to end your life, like killers." killers. And yeah, oh yeah, and you know, and I, I, like I said, like I, you know, it's funny, like same thing with uh, Conor McGregor when, when he was first uh, blowing up. I said in an interview, I don't, I don't like the way he trash talks, right? I'm on, and I got a bunch of hate stuff from his fans, and I'm like, did you? You obviously didn't read the rest of the article because that was just the, the top. What it said was the that was what they pulled out. The quote they pulled out. Yeah. And I'm like, you didn't read the rest of the article, right? He's, I said he's one of the top five fighters I like to watch. Right? I think it's a great fight. I don't agree with the way he trash talks, but I get it. I understand it. He's the guy that gets people to watch the fights that that don't watch fights. You know, he's one of the, he, he's one of those guys, few guys that can get past the. It's not the regular fans that the regular fan, hardcore fans you always have. If you're a good fighter. Then you got the you know kind of occasional fan that watch sometimes, and then he's got those. But it's the guys that get paid well. The guys that can get the people. They don't usually watch fights or make a, or, or, and even better than that, the guys that make it an event. Like even Ronda Rousey made it, they started at that one time with making it an event. You know, that fight was an event, not just people that even don't watch fights watched it. That's when you, that's when you make, when the, they make big money. And, and I, and I get it, but I, I mean, some of this stuff though, I, I like, some of these guys cross lines. You know, I, I'm not going to jump a fence and, and, and be, and, kick your ass but you talk, talk some of that stuff to me back in the day I, i'll wait till we get in the back room and i'll, I'll lock you in the back in the back, back in the locker room lock you in a lock you in room back there and we'll find out real quick what's going on Absolutely. you know i'm not you know i mean I'm, and, and like i think tito said one time back back in my career he said um i don't drink what date white trash bitches like truck on a radio interview in san diego my buddies called me up from there and told me i'm like Really, so and everyone knew that I wouldn't watch him. And he was—he wasn't even fighting. He was fighting Vitor Belfort. And I went to the fight. He won the fight. After, that's why we were after party. Someone came up to me and they go. The promoter came up to me. He was a friend of mine, John Honey, came up 
to me. He's like, hey, can uh, can you squash this thing with Tio? Your, your guys are going to get mad. His guys are getting mad. Can you squash this? I said, sure, bring him up. Came up. I said, first off, this is my girlfriend. I apologize. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean you. And, and I'll say that in a second. I didn't mean you. I wasn't talking about you. I'm sorry. And I said, okay. And secondly, if you ever talk about my friends or family in a radio interview again, I swear to God, I know where you live, and I'll come beat you in your living room. You got that? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I did, I, it wasn't her I was talking about. He was, you know what was funny? The funniest part about it was for me. He was talking about Juliette Lewis. Because uh, Us Magazine had said or something that me and her were dating or something. I mean, we never did. I met her. She's really nice, but but never dated. And, but he, they said we were dating, and I'm like, Bro, she plays white trash girls. She is not one. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know, like, she played some, and she played a few in the movies. Like, that's what she does. She's an actress. Oh, but it was, it was fine. I mean, it, but, you know, I, I just don't, like, some of the stuff, like, guys, I don't but the media spin on, on all of that. I mean, everybody nowadays talks about the media spinning. Like, does that not infuriate you? Because I hear things about me and I'm like, that's not true. And I address it. But when it's in the media and you got to address millions of people, that's insane. Well, you know, my, my thing that, yeah, it, it is what it is. But like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I guess I really don't care. <laughs> like, to some extent, <laughs> my thing is, I always say, like, I was actually talking to a friend of mine who was a comedian. And I and I and I'm like, and he was like upset about somebody that was saying something about him on Twitter or something. I looked at him like, do you know him? No. Do you know who he is? No. Um, does he know you? Um, well, no. Then why do you care what he thinks? Again, like what? Like there's some guy that you don't know, doesn't know you, does you're not, you don't respect, you don't. not like someone in your field that you don't, you have no idea who it is. Why do you care? <laughs> why why are you wasting energy on that? I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I I I've had people say all sorts of things, and every once in a while, I come on on my Twitter back in the day, I go on there, you know, make a comment. Just I repost what they said, and, you know, some nasty comment, and I'll I'll make some funny comment with it. And my fans back in the day would, would just destroy them. And they said some of the fun, they said some of the funniest stuff. I was like. It was just, it was entertaining for me and people, oh, don't even give the wait to waste your time uh, sending them messages and all that. I'm like, I'm, I'm just having fun. Like, trust me, I didn't, I didn't lose any sleep over whatever they said. Yeah, that's awesome. But again, that's the Iceman mentality, right? Just cold. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it just, it just isn't worth it. I mean, I, I, I've had, I probably had a two that's had enough where I'm like, okay, where you at? Mm-hmm. Tell me where you're at, I'll show up right now. Where you at? That's the old school thing that we're missing these days, man. Where, where you at? Show me, tell, give me, give me an address. I'll show up. Yeah, you know? I love it. But um, so for our gym, we're actually we left our building, so we got very lucky. We had noise complaints, and we used that noise complaint basically to say, "Hey, when COVID is over, we're going to be doing more classes, longer classes, kids classes. It's going to be loud. It's going to be louder." Um, so we we actually got out of the place where we were in, and now we're doing classes outside. Um, so it's kind of unique for us to be sparring in a public area and just having everybody show up with their pictures out. And, you know, sometimes sparring can get a little heated. I'm, I'm sure, sure you've had that well, experience. Right? Well, yeah. When there's a crowd, there's always that too. Yeah. You know, I, I think a big thing for us is always controlling, controlling the, um, 
the sparring. It depend, for me, it depended. Like, you know, sometimes you get two guys, two of the fight team guys, they get a little hot, heated every once in a while. Okay, okay, guys, take it easy, take it easy. We'll just spar, we'll just spar. All right, man, if you guys want to go, go. All right, well, yeah, have at it, bro, go. All right, no, we can't do that every day, please. Like, this is not, okay, relax now. But then, but, you know, I also had the problem with, I had guys come in, you know, the guy's coming like, hey, man, take it easy. The guy's a new guy. Hey, take it easy. He's a new guy. Third time. Hey, hold on a second. Time out. See me coming up, putting my, my jeans and my shirt, putting on my gloves, walking in the ring. All right, man. I'm going to finish the trial for him. That's and cool. Go in there and start hammering. You know, I, I hammer the guy in the body. He's well, well, man, well. I'm like, hey, is this, is this helping you? Is this anything good for you? Don't do it to him. Now, you know. You're in here with a very underskilled guy. You know, don't pick on. You know, Amazing. but I think in a lot of gyms that that, that, that you got to control that sometimes. But I mean, if they're, they're both fighters, and sometimes you got to let them go. Yeah, yeah for real. Yeah. Right. I mean, we have fighters, as we do. You know, and sometimes we went out. I mean, me and Lighty, me and me and Glover Texera, who's going to be fighting so you know, We used to get after it sometimes. And this guy Scott Lighty was a good friend of mine, good spark, good guy, K one guy. We get in a bang. Bang, 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 bang! Sometimes, you know, you yeah. Yeah, go at it. And I try and be all right, all right, every guy, get out of the ring. <laughs> enough. Well, had enough. Get out. Take a break. Amazing, okay. because I mean, it's it's we have a kind of a a free-for-all now because we're outside and there's people passing and the phones get up there but you know i've heard legendary stories about you in the gym and um i, I watched the fighter and the kid um and Br uh, brendan schaub talks about the whole gym just stopping and watching him and shane carwin go at it so it's it's it, when it's controlled in a gym and there's not too many eyes around that's fine but we're outside so it's a little strange it's a little chaotic but we're, we're we're trying to manage it as best we can um but the 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 question i was getting to is would you nowadays train not not train if you were fighting and you know covid happening and the ufc putting on fights with no crowd would you consider sitting it out or would you fight with no crowd would that even interest you oh i'll, I'll fight without a crowd i'll fight i'll fight i'm fighting i'm trying to prove i'm better than you yeah. yeah. I, I don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the crowd. I actually, and I really enjoyed it more than I thought I did. But, yeah. but I, I enjoyed the crowd. But I mean, I'll, I'll fight you just to see if I'm. I've been doing that since I was a kid. We, I'm gonna go into different karate gyms, all the challenge, got you challenging gyms, or like guys trying to. You know, mm -hmm. I, I remember one. This club, we went to. They were sparring in a. I don't know. It's it almost like a. I don't know, like a perform a small performance thing. Mm -hmm. For like a little, little uh, show place, like the way little plays or whatever, and there was we we're sparring there, and I, you know I tell you, hey man, take it easy. Hey, hey, we're, hey man, take it easy. We're just sparring. Hey, he's trying to kick my head off, trying to swing weapons. I said, okay, all right, bang. <laughs> was asleep. I, I mean, he woke up on a stretcher. <laughs> the, 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 they brought they brought they brought in the fireman. I mean, he was out. Amazing. I don't know, but wow. I mean, I, we, we've been that since I was since I was young, young and going going to you know eighteen, nineteen year old going to club, you know, going to different jams and mm -hmm. you know outside sparring, training, you know. And I, I was always nice, nice. I give you a warning, like, hey man, stop trying to take my head off. You know, we we're sparring, we we're just working. You know, okay. But, yeah, that's it. That's cool, man. And do you, what type of training are you doing now? Are you in the gym? Are you sparring? Are you hitting pads? Are you staying, 
staying yeah, active? I, I mean, I, yeah, I still train. I don't get to train as much right now because everything's and everything's. I'm where I'm at. It's kind of further from me, you know, my family. But I, I got bags in my my garage. I, I, that's my favorite way to work out. Still, you know, burn my. I don't can't burn more calories doing anything else that I enjoy. Is get, even just uh, hitting the bags and moving around and. You know, I, I still uh, I try to wrestle. You know, I, my, I still need to spar and I still need to wrestle. Like I do jujitsu. You know, for me, it's um, one of those things where um, I I need. I just it's the only time I can sh- really shut down my it, and just think about what I'm doing. You know, I don't have 20 million things going on in my head. You know, yeah. Uh, I'm only so busy and doing other things, doing things. So I'm, I'm going, it, I, when I spar or when I when I wrestle, I I can just, I'm just concentrating on what the other guys doing. How do I set him up? How am I going to get this? What's he trying to do? What am I trying to do? Yeah, so I think I'll always do that. I just, I just need to. It's just one of those things. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. This is what I was missing for the last year and a half. Just not able to go to the gym and spar with my friends. The gym was all shut down. Not able to talk about last week's fights, next week's fights. So I started a goddamn podcast so I can just talk and get it out, you know. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, of, of all things I miss from fighting, I think uh, I miss the most would, would be camaraderie and just being there in the gym every day. You know, being there with all the guys and goofing off, and that that, that part of, part of it was was always fun for me. Like, I always enjoyed. You know, I used to always say I took off. You know, I'd take off for a couple months after a fight, but I never really took off. I, I was always back in the gym the next week. I'd take off a week and have a lot of fun. But then when we got back, you know, I I, I you know Glover was fighting. Lighty was fighting. There's guys I had, friends I had that were fighting coming up. So now I, I call it taking time off, but taking time off meant we were working on someone else, not me. I yeah. just wasn't the, the focus. I wasn't the focus of the training camp. That's time off. That was my off time. That's, That's it. it. Because like from for me when I when I met you in 2010 when you were in the gym, um, I I just broken up with my girlfriend. I had all this time. To, to, to just spare in the evenings. So that's when I really started to pick up MMA and, you know, training constantly and falling in love with the whole fighting aspect of it all. Um, even when I was injured, I was just up in the gym. Like if I had an injured shoulder, I'd be just throwing the jab, you know? And it was that camaraderie that, that just sold it to me. It was just, I had so much fun with the guys, getting to know the guys, self um what's the word i'm looking for just things in co- like things in common with all of these guys um finding a sense of self in mma learning that that these guys are killers but they're actually quite sensitive and really really fun to be around um yeah. and then and, like and you're, it's like like-minded people too for the yeah. most part you know it's not i mean i mean you got and, and we all have kind of a screw loose so that's you know we, fit it, we, we, we can get we get along well absolutely and i learned that through many years of just training hard and sparring and 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 like the mentality that you taught me without even probably knowing it the iceman mentality like my last fight was in 2016 and i'd done everything possible to win the fight i lost the fight but i just knew that i'd done everything i possibly could and I, i can walk away with my hand or my head held high just knowing that that's i knew i put in the work and i could do no more and, and that's, that's it. it. That's, 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 right. that's all anyone can ask of you. Yeah. And that's all you can ask of yourself. And that's all anyone can ask of you is to do what you are able to do. Yeah, exactly. And I have you to thank for that, my man. I, I really appreciate everything you've done for the MMA community. You're a UFC Hall of Famer. Um, people nowadays who are just starting need to go back to 
back in the day when it all began and, and see people like you just paving the way. So very, very appreciative, man. Thank you very much, man. I, 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 I had a lot of fun doing it, and uh, I still, still, still get to enjoy it um, now. So thank you. Amazing, man. I, again, I reached out. You answered the call. You said, let's do it. I'm so happy I got you on this podcast, man. I sincerely appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much again. I'm happy I didn't fanboy out on this podcast. <laughs> no problem. Awesome, Chuck. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You take care of yourself, my man. I appreciate it. Take care. Nice one. Excellent. So that was Chuck Liddell, man. It, this is a crazy journey for me. I'm just, I'm finding myself reaching out to these superstars, expecting to have to go through agents and managers and email this and phone that. And all of a sudden I just sent Chuck a message through the various different social media platforms. He got back to me right away. Sure, let's do it. And et voila, we have a podcast. Great guy. Um, I met Chuck back in 2010. He came to our gym. Uh, really, really, like, really cool guy. And, you know, I said to him before we started, if I fanboy out, please call me on it. Uh, he said, I won't, but your friends probably will. So <laughs> I'm sure you can see how I fanboyed out in that podcast. Uh, it was really cool to talk to him before recording and after recording. A great guy, pioneer of the sport, um, an absolute legend, UFC Hall of Famer. Um, and I just reach out and he's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. You know, uh, I reached out to quite a few people and, you know, you're hit with these demands and pr price listings and stuff. It's just like, I just want to have a quick chat with you, man. It's nothing, nothing crazy. And, you know, the big superstars like... Chuck Liddell, just answer the call. I send out the bat signal and boom, there he is. Amazing. Thank you very much, guys, for listening. I appreciate that. Um, I'll try and get more fighters on. Uh, who's your favorite fighter? Let me know in the comments. I'll try and reach out. Let's see. The, the sky's the limit. There are no limitations here. Even though I just said the sky's the limit. <clears throat> there are no limitations here. I got to work on my words. I apologize. Uh, I wish you guys a very pleasant weekend, week, month, year, whatever you're doing. Take care of yourselves. And uh, yeah, that was that was pretty cool for me, man. That was that was a fun one. So yeah, rock and roll.